Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross Sections, podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your boy, Ben Young, filling in for your host, Colin Brandon. <laughs> and with me tonight is... Mark Botker. Andrew couldn't think of anything clever in time. Great. And tonight we're talking about the 1987 hit action film, Predator, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Carl Weathers, Elpidia Carrillo... Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, Sonny Landham, Richard Chavez, and Shane Black, and of course, Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator and helicopter pilot, strangely. Uh, directed by John McTiernan, written by Jim and John Thomas, it had a budget of 15 to $18 million, not totally sure, uh, but it definitely had a box office of $98.3 million, which honestly seems a little low to me, uh, given the cultural impact this film had. Right. But, uh, still, this movie single-handedly invented the ac- uh, action genre, didn't mm-hmm. it? Well, you know, like the 80s action movies were a thing already. Like they were a thing from a lot of people. Uh, you know, you had your John claude Van Damme, your Sly Stallone was going and stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think Rambo was before this, right? This is only, this is 87. Like, even Terminator was before this, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, maybe Terminator was 89. But uh, regardless, I mean, it's it definitely has spawned a franchise, and it kind of gave new life to to sci-fi action, I would say. so. Absolutely. Uh, that's that. I'm going to give a synopsis here, a synopsis I've worked very hard on, and then we're just going to dive in and talk about this. Now, I want want to remind you all, I've worked really hard on this. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm sitting on my floor, but I'm on the edge of it. bunch of strong guys fight back against a strong alien that is hunting them in a big-ass jungle. Predator! That's all you need. That's the plot. Like, I thought about, like, I started writing, like, you know, started writing this story about how, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is recruited to go help, uh, go save some representative of a government. And there's all these like intricacies with the Marines and the CIA. And his name is Dutch and he has a Dutch accent and it's not Dutch accent. It's, I don't know, something. I don't know where he's from. Switzerland. You son of a bitch. Yeah, Austria. Thank you. I forget. Australian accent. And uh, (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Dalen, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But I was you like, Scottish there's no, there, Miller. <laughs> there's no plot. Get like, to the chopper, no, mate. I don't need to race, waste time writing about the plot because the plot is strong guys kill alien. Yep. Strong yeah. guy kills alien. The others cool don't guys even contribute. Don't look at explosions, whether emotional or real explosions. <laughs> That's true. I ignore my emotional explosions every day. <laughs> A little better than you do than uh, everybody else. Is it technically ignoring if you're asleep? <laughs> I think we we have different definitions for emotional explosions. <laughs> I think we have different definitions for explosions. <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, a s- sleeping emissions, right? Nocturnal emissions. Sleeping emissions? That's even worse. 
<laughs> it sounds like <coughs> like you you take care of business ahead of time and nothing happens and you're like it takes until you go to sleep and then your body does it and that's what sleeping emissions really sounds sucks. like wait are we talking about shit in the bed or are we talking about like <laughs> like uh wet dreams wet uh, dreams don't die so anyway predator <laughs> cut all this out me no do not cut all this out me. him um no this is wonderful uh predator it's a sci-fi film as we are aware i don't know why yeah. i agreed to put this on the schedule though is uh chris <laughs> hansen in this movie uh, no oh. oh i get it yeah predator that's the uh, that was jokes a everybody jokes but well, he's probably in Predator Two to catch one. To catch one. That's that's actually that's a that great title. <laughs> I love it. That was the f the first script title, and then they had to change it. Mm -hmm. I uh, I saw this movie like a billion years ago, and even then, I don't think I saw this movie. I think right. I. I I watched it was on in the on TNT often while I played with my action figures. Mm -hmm. Um and I I was sitting here like thinking throughout the whole movie. I'm like, man, they shouldn't why why haven't they made a predator where he goes to the city? Like predator in the big city. The concrete and jungle. Like, they did. <laughs> and I was looking it up and they did. I was like, "Oh, wow." So I don't think I've ever seen Predator 2. It's like never. not bad. Predator, it, Predator's Big Day. It's got uh, uh, Danny Glover in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gary Busey. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know if that. I realized that. It's been a long time since I've seen Predator 2. I was looking it up. I was like, but, oh. Um, yeah, I was, gonna, I was literally about to spoil the movie for you, but it was because I forgot you hadn't seen it. So I was about to say what happens at the ending. Predator but, 2? Yeah. I don't care. I'll never see it. What do you mean? It's a good movie. I mean, we'll like, it. it's just, there's so many movies. We'll see it next week when we Danny cover Glover, Predator 2. Danny Glover becomes a Highlander, and he goes to uh, Cleave, the Predator, and Twain. And it turns out that when he does that, he splits it into two different Predators. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. This is a real shocker. And, he said, like, and then he said, both I'm, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> but they're both like smaller, right? Like they're they're each they're like, like yeah, they're like half, half the size versions of, of predators. Yeah. yeah, they go like around the goblins. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> you find out that the predator was really a goblin, and then you they find like out goblins. that yeah. So I mean, like so two, two Ewoks goblins and a are just trench coat. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, two goblins in it. So if you cut a orc in half, then you get two goblins. That's how it works. So what's a hobgoblin? Like a goblin and a half? No, it's a different guy. <laughs> okay. It's a different guy entirely. <laughs> no relation. Hobgoblin stole Norman Osborn's tech. Yeah, I know that. In order to, yeah, in order to become the hobgoblin. Mm. But who was the original hobgoblin? Um, Donald Glover. Nope. Wrong, but great guess. I believe it was Ned Leeds, but I could also be wrong about that. That was not a good guess at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hobgoblin existed way before Donald Glover was a guy. There might have been a uh, Donald Glover. Just not the one we know and love. It was Roderick yeah. Kingsley. Uh, you know, that wasn't the tip of my time. Founder of Kingsman? God, this episode sucks. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <does. laughs> 
<laughs> this episode this really sense. sucks. I'm so no, sorry, it's, viewers. Yeah, it's great. I don't even care. Like, screw the viewers. Anyway. Um, I'm just happy I got viewers. to watch Predator again. We yeah. have listeners, and we love the listeners, but we hate the viewers. Yeah. Yeah, stop um, looking at me through my web camera. Get out of my viewers. closet. <laughs> so... The science aspect is that alien, uh, <laughs> yeah, really is is a trophy hunter. Mm -hmm. I assume Earth is protected by the uh, Galactic Endangered Species Act. God, no. because he seems to his his methods of hunting seem to be a little uh, shady. Like you know, he 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 just kind of gets onto Earth through a back door. Uh, and it's like very sneaky about everything. So it's, I'm definitely assuming he's poaching humans. No. Um, if you. He's going to get to the Predator Expanded Universe. I literally am. Actually, if you go it, like into the Predator lore, um, he, like the Predator species, sends their like sort of initiates, their, their like, you know, coming of age teens for better lack of a better term to these dangerous planets to hunt game so you'll like see in the alien versus predator um movie and shit like they've got like skulls from all kinds of dangerous races from around the galaxy there's a xenomorph skull in the background uh, which is kind of a little bit of an easter egg but uh humans are considered dangerous enough game for the predators to hunt and collect their skulls but only if they're armed which i thought was interesting yeah, super strong. <laughs> I think it's less so that... Uh, More muscle definition in my left arm. I think it's less that they are armed or not, in that... It, it, especially for, for the majority of the movie, he was coming into those fights with, uh, with like, heavy firepower, you know, compared to what they had. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill the, the girl. It wouldn't even attack her. Yeah, but she never had any weapons. Right. Well, Dutch kicked the machine gun out of her hand when she got it. Mm -hmm. No! Yeah. He did say that. <laughs> he said it. That's a classic line. It's Yeah, I mean, all the fucking lines. The one, they're got just no one after another one-liners. Yeah, well, yeah, they that occupies, like... A 20 minute window in the movie and then they just go back to normal movie things they're just yeah. like here we'll get we'll hit our 80s quota and then we're back <laughs> yeah well here's my like okay so if we want to actually talk about some predator shit like what honor is there in chasing down a bunch of humans when you have active camouflage and laser like arm like or like shoulder laser cannons and shit like this is an unfair fight by all metrics, right? That's essentially right? what like modern hunting is too. You go in with way better technology and plans on hunting and you're camouflaged and you're in their environment, but you hide yourself. Right. But what honor is that in there? Like I, I don't hunt. <laughs> what honor hunter Mark? I, I think First of all, if we want to like say like justify it in the predator's mind, I would say that it's not, it's vastly outnumbered, which probably helps stack up some honor there. And and even by the end, and even by the end when Dutch is unarmed and 
virtually beaten. Uh, the Predator chooses to remove all of its weapons and armor and fight him hand-to-hand. I assume recognizing that Dutch is the alpha male of Earth. Yeah. Going mano a mano, toe-to-toe with the head honcho of the planet. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good. I mean, he's gone through all of his cronies. He survived the minigun. He survived that guy who weirdly kept shaving his clean-shaven face. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, very strange. That guy, I, I, I love that, him, though. That whole thing, like, these guys are, like, just such caricatures of, like, 80s action. Like, I, I don't I don't think they were intentionally designed as caricatures, but, man, when you think of, like, 80s action guys, all these guys, you got, like, Jesse Ventura saying that, like, this chewing tobacco will make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus. That line like, got, <laughs> was... That's such a weird... That whole, like, intro to him, like, this yeah. movie... That's enough to, like, get this movie canceled by 2020 standards. <laughs> but... Like... The, the, the joke, too. Um, oh, the fucking... That, that guy says. with the joke... His... All of his jokes. Like, his two... Like, his two or three main jokes. Like, it's like... <laughs> so uh, fucking filthy. Uh... uh I love them for like, yeah. So like, oh my god, it literally is there not to be funny, but to set up the hilarious moment, the long stretch silence and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if it. So I had moments in this movie I, that I had never thought about it this way before. You know how there's a method to uh, writing a detective story where you start with a crime and then you work your way back essentially mm-hmm. I, I had moments where I wondered if that was how some of the scenes were were written in this film like that he had a concept of a piece of information he wanted to get across uh, about the predator and his tactics and would write write certain characters in a way or a scene in a way just to get it to there in it in a, in a sneaky way but it, a way that's obvious enough that it, I don't know, it's something that you remember later. That the whole the I feel like the whole character with the bad jokes is there, mm-hmm. just to get him to laugh and then get the predator to have like that creepy recording of him laughing. They're like, how do we yeah. get this? Is a horrible situation. How do we get someone to like bust out laughing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a weird. Like I feel like his whole character was written just to get that dude with the outstanding laugh to do his laugh in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. That's, that um, makes... sorry, go on. I was just going to say that makes sense because, uh, this is a movie full of cool moments and mm-hmm. nothing else. Like that's like what the movie is based on. It's, it's, that's what most eighties action movies are. You're supposed to have big, cool talk about moments that mm-hmm. people will leave the theaters, tell all their friends about, and their friends will go, I need to go see that. And mm-hmm. that's how marketing worked back before internet. Thank God. Honestly. So what you're saying is that the internet has destroyed movie culture as we know it. Uh, it stopped the eighties <sighs> action movies. So take that what you, I wouldn't take say that for stopped. What you I mean, the last ones were the Expendables, and those are thankfully done. I didn't oh, God, see I any of those movies. There's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that Mark, that's uh, that's the whole like Chekhov's gun concept, where you show a gun in the first act, and if you don't use it by the third act, it's a bad movie, right? 
I don't know. I don't know if the conclusion is it's a bad movie, but uh, that is you. You were on it. You were on it until then. Well, it's wasted. It, it, it's like wasted. Like if you show something in the first act, um, and you don't use it by the third, then it's wasted. Like it's like well, why even why even bother? It's like that. Uh, the uh, the whole Hitchcock thing that you know there are two characters talking and there's a bomb under the table. And that bomb has to go off by the third act. Well, then you right? also you you also have to keep in mind the whole idea of subversion, because like it's not just always, you know. Yes, Chekhov's gun should be used if you see it, mm -hmm. but if it's not used, there may be a reason as to why it wasn't. You know. Well, I'm like, perfectly rules, fine with rules are made to be broken. I'm also yeah, and that's I mean yeah, Chekhov's gun has its place, and then subversion of expectation has its place you know that's that's comedy like that's the epitome of comedy is subversion subversion of expectation that's the only reason that anything is funny because it's why the 2020 is hilarious well not really um <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it is subverted expectations at every turn i don't know what you want i don't know what else you, you want did just to find that as comedy <laughs> no, 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 no. um but <laughs> <laughs> next retort <laughs> next <laughs> um, no but yeah it's yeah it, it's like it's like you were saying mark they were like just fishing for cool moments like i don't know like who did you say wrote this movie uh it was jim and john thomas yeah i i I'd love to know what they were thinking when it's like, just, uh, you know what? This would be cool. Like if they're like writing, like hastily writing, like in the middle of the jungle, like, okay, do, 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 all right, make Dutch say this thing. Okay, cool. All right. Now the you predator ready? laugh, right? You ready for this? Jim and John Thomas wrote Predator. Yeah. The Rescue. Predator 2. Fair. Executive Decision. Wild Wild West. Oh. <laughs> Mission to Mars. And Behind Enemy Lines. Wow. So all they do are fucking action <laughs> movies. They also did the short-lived TV series Hard Time on Planet Earth. Never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is that's an interesting filmography. I think they're dead now. Oh no! Uh -oh. It says they're active, but I How'd mean they, they do haven't it? done they haven't done anything since Behind Enemy Lines. So yeah, ninety six. Doesn't it have Owen Wilson in it? Oh, said... never. Uh, they actually have written things separately. Uh, also, including. Uh, oh no, they're just they're no. Never mind. They're raking in royalties on Predator. Yeah. Character by character by mm -hmm. story story by created by, yeah. I would man if you wrote, what did you say this made ninety three million eighty seven eighty seven. Oh, what million? did it make? Uh, sorry, I thought you said when was it made? No. You said ninety seven ninety three million was ninety eight point three. Yeah, I mean. I would absolutely be raking in royal. I wish that I had anything attached to my name that was raking in royalties. And like, so like we sit here and, and you know, say like, yeah, they, they design things 
just for cool things. But I think really what it comes down to is these are two dudes who wrote a script and were like, if this is done right, if this is directed well, then this monster has the potential to join the ranks, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what they were, they were often talked about. So what do you do? You do things to showcase a cool monster. And that's really all this movie is. And like you talked about, Mark, it's, you know, they give him opportunities to do recordings. They mm-hmm. do the camo and, and even like the glowing neon blood, like is just stuff that people will go, whoa, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's every moment of this movie is designed to like Arnold Schwarzenegger's job is to make the predator look cool. And that's saying, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so did these guys create, predator as a whole yes. or did they okay wow so that's a that's an enormous universe like yeah, that they've is been, they've been raking it in ever since they because i was looking up there on imdb their credits and they like are credited as writers for all of the predator video games yeah predator uh, the predator sequels. holiday the predator holiday special <laughs> uh predator celtic days like all these things but it, I, then you look closely and it's like oh characters story celtic by days. characters by yeah predator uh, trying to get film. back to his family for life day <laughs> hey i like this gun predator <laughs> he's, he's got the shoulder cannon oh that's good wasn't there an avp uh comic series that they made too yeah oh yeah is that any good there's i think the comic was good but i think the movies and games were bad sorry which avp requiem alien versus predator or archie versus predator alien okay that's important was there an archie versus predator there were two there were two archie versus predator that's ridiculous i think archie wins both times well, yeah, he he's has a, to. you know, Jughead's on his team, so stuck up Riverdale punks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, you got more Miller because, like, I don't know what to say about this. Oh, <laughs> I almost got sidetracked into a conversation about Archie comics. <laughs> all these, all the characters are like. Not as cool as I remember them being when I was younger. Oh, God, they're lame as fuck. Watching it again now, I don't think I've seen really... I I think I've I've seen the movie, or I've been around it in the last decade, but I don't think I've really watched it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, as of, like but what Ben was saying earlier about it just yeah. being around, you know, here and there, but... Right, it's on TNT every weekend. But I don't remember sitting down and watching it in probably a decade, and this... Uh, the, a couple of the characters, you're like, oh, they seem like cool, cool dudes. Like they've got their uh-huh. morals, their like code or whatever. And some of them are just weird creepos, <laughs> creepo don beepos. Yeah, yeah. That joke telling guy's a fucking weirdo. Um, you know, Jesse Ventura is kind of. I mean, he's weird, but he's also like strong guy. So he, that's kind of his archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the chief who doesn't really the super know, he's, mysterious he's kinda, guy. He's like, yeah, deadpan, but like he laughs out loud and gives the predator that cool laugh. You got, um, yo, my favorite thing is when he stops on the log 
and he takes his his vest off and drops his gun and everything. Yeah, pulls out the sword, <laughs> and we sword. don't even see the fight. We just cut away to him screaming, and I'm like, "What did you expect? Yeah, what did you expect? I think he yeah. was you delaying was... them. Yeah, but like he was ready for a fight." He was ready for a cool fight that would have given him a cool death, and he didn't get and it. They cut it. He the gets predator fucked just the got it. cuts his chest, and he gets killed off screen. The predator just got a cool off-screen kill to <laughs> yeah. show that it wasn't even worth it. The predator's like, "We don't even need to show this. We're good. Go, go, okay. show them running. I got this." And it's like, "Okay, all right, predator, yeah. have fun, well, I guess." And I mean, at that point, like. Yeah, it, it doesn't even really slow the Predator down because he catches up them, kills mm -hmm. the guy who got hurt, and then Arnold shoes away Anna, and then he has this, like, day-and-a-half-long battle. Because <laughs> he wants... And I think it's because the Predator, like, wants the buck. Like, he wants... Yeah. He, he recognizes Dutch is the best, is the alpha, and he's like, I don't even give a shit about the rest of these guys. Yeah. Like, well, they're all dead that at one. that point. Like, yeah, there's nobody left. Anna is the only one left, and she was, as we determined, not a threat to the predator. Right? She right, didn't have a six-pack. She didn't have a yeah. She didn't have a you know six-pack and dick. seventeen guns. Gun dick. <laughs> yes. Ah. <clears throat> uh. God. How cool is the fucking scene where? Um, what's his face runs up, grabs Jesse Ventura's minigun, and starts shooting into the forest. Mac. And all the other guys, no enemies, no enemy in sight, no nobody's in sight, and everybody just starts shooting unanimously. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like, where is he? Where is he? No, <laughs> just start. All right, he's he's got a beat on him. Let's go. Just spray and pray. That's, the epitome is... of spray and pray. That is what cracking open a cold one with the boys is like. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, emotionally, that's what, that's what that scene is. Uh, Mark, I that, think you were saying something about um, cracking about open a cold one with the boys. No, we already covered the thing a few years ago. Oh yeah, I wasn't here for that. <laughs> oh shit, you weren't? No, I still haven't seen the thing to this day. Oh boy. The original thing? The original thing, oh or my. the remake, or or the remake of the remake. No, no, no. I or saw the, thing the, from the outer space. I actually, I actually have seen the original thing. The thing from another world. Yes. Okay. From another world. That, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Because there was the thing. There was John Carpenter's The Thing in the '80s, and then there was that remake that I don't know if anybody saw, where they just botched it. Oh yeah. Well, it's really more of a. It's more of like a prequel reboot right yeah it is yeah i've heard it's actually um, not like it's not terrible it just uh a lot of people are disappointed because they did everything in practical effect and then afterwards uh the ties said we don't think this is going to play with modern viewers so they actually cg'd over all of the practical effects you know you, you we we bitch and moan about this but i've met a few people who will swear up and down that they prefer CGI over practical effects. And I, I, they're not just trolling. That's like an opinion they hold. So like, I'm not saying that's like, a, it's not a reliable sample size, 
but those people exist, so it's possible they have that sample size. Do you care yeah. to out them by name on this podcast right now? <laughs> doc, just dox it's actually, them? It's actually another podcast. It's uh, the host of Body Snatchers podcast, uh, Tino. Hmm. We're going to fight. Tino. Yeah. He's, uh, what if we had a podcast episode where I fought this dude? <laughs> He'd kick your ass, I promise. He's yeah. a very he, he's he he could go toe to toe with the predator. He's a buff guy. Yeah, what about me? You're a you're a big guy. You're a tall I've been guy. Working out. I know, yeah. but like you're not like buff like him. You're like, oh, that looks good. Those are good muscles. I know. Yeah, what are you, some strong guy? I'm flexing off on the podcast. You can't see it, but I have flexing these strong off. muscles now. Can you stop saying <laughs> things for the rest of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You can't stop. see it, you listeners. Can't. You can't see it, but he's laughing. Um, <laughs> that's your mind, Mark. You're the one who took flexing off and made it weird. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say flexing off and not made it weird. Uh, so. um, I, you clearly have never uh, heard the song. Um, oh, man. Uh, by Sean Paul. It's uh, it goes. Uh, sh- it Flex literally it is called. It's literally called Shake That Thing by uh, Sean Paul. And he says flexing off. He says it at some point. He's he says it during Miller. the he says it during the chorus. Miller's a huge Sean recite, Paul fan. Can you re- recite the Sean Paul song for us, please, Miller? Uh, <clears throat> um, let me let me try to find it. I feel like Ben Moore wanted you to just know it off the top of your head for some reason. You think I listen I to Sean Paul? The Holy shit! <laughs> like the the lyrics are you um so uh, you you ever read like something um, that does phonetic? writing yeah yeah the the lyrics to this sean paul song on google are all in phonetic writing oh my god (laughs) it's really fucking bad so we gotta we gotta talk about predator yeah this is yeah um, I mean, like, here's the thing, like, we're here, like, the, the, the things we talk about, in case you, you don't know, fair listener, we, uh, dissectings, Melissa talk about them, and tell you what we think, and here's the thing, here's the problem that I have right now, uh, there's nothing to dissect, talk about, or tell you what I think about when it comes to a movie and uh, in case you've forgotten the synopsis, uh, let me remind you, a movie that is about a bunch of strong guys fighting back against a strong alien that is hunting them in a big-ass jungle. Mm-hmm. I once maybe thought it was a story about technology. Okay, we'll go with this. I, I had a theory, and then I was like, no, none of this makes sense, because, and I'll tell you why. It It was like, okay, So what this story is about is it's about humans relying too heavily on our war, our technology and warfare and losing that which made primitive man, right? Because that's what Dutch does throughout the film. Dutch gradually devolves throughout the film into literally 
a primitive caveman. He he does his best to have guns. Uh, at, he has guns at the beginning. Then halfway through the film, he's combining guns with traps that he makes in the field. And then by the end of it, he has no more guns. He is just making traps and and spears that he is throwing. He has become a primitive caveman, and that is why he and only he is allowed to survive in this battle. But, like, the Predator does that too, and he dies, so I don't really know what they're getting at. <laughs> I mean, he does still use tools to uh-huh. kill him as well. True, and then he blows himself up with yeah, the bomb. Yeah, Predator's a sore fucking loser. No, no. Uh, 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 well, uh, 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 with the worst laugh. Yeah, I, I feel going, like with Mark. a lot of the... <laughs> huh? I'll, uh, I'll edit it bigger. Uh, I feel going. like with um, <laughs> a lot of these movies that we talk about, there's like a lot of subtext and, you know, there there's a lot that can be read into and cool stuff like that. Like a lot of really cool... A lot of cool, like, readings of, of certain movies, but... I, I don't feel like that exists. I, I guess uh I, I guess this is kind of my good sci fi, bad sci fi moment. Um Well save it. Oh well, unless we're really going there. Alright. Well hopefully I remember it in four minutes. Alright, well then we go. Just say, go. Just go. Go for just it. Go. Just go. No, but it's just like there's no subtext. They wanted to like they wanted to do a cool like monster action movie and that's what this is like mm-hmm. there's nothing it, i if there's anything deeper if jim and jeff russo or whatever you said their name was if they have like some kind of like really cool symbolism or subtext i really would love to like hear about that and know about it more but i can't imagine a universe where that's like oh, you the predator is like an allegory for like hunting you know it's the unfair advantages that like man has against like you know wild and stuff like mark was talking about at the beginning and it's i i don't i don't think that exists i don't think that's true i don't think that's a thing i mean i i think they're i wouldn't call it like a theme or anything of the movie. i think that just yeah. is kind of like represented there in a way watching it at least in in my opinion i i do see that like when when you put you put it in a different context it's like oh we're being hunted and like we're you know outclassed they can't see us because the camouflage and they have come prepared with all these weapons that we don't have access to mm-hmm. and it it you know feels cruel but then people do that to other animals and it they it's not cruel in their eyes yeah well and sometimes other animals get back at them sometimes you know you're hunting a deer and then an alligator gets you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been vegetarianism. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> no, there's nothing here. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it, you know, we there's nothing wrong. I remember what I was going to say. There's nothing wrong with this kind of movie. Period. I regret putting it on our calendar because it's not for us. This is not for our podcast. It's the same reason we removed like Bill and Ted from our calendar as well. It's not like there's nothing wrong with those movies. This, you know, us covering it does not make good content. We could sit here and like the last 10 minutes, I'm telling you, the last 10 minutes of this podcast is going to be Miller and his Schwarzenegger impressions. And that's what we're going to end on because there's nothing left to talk about in this movie. I've done my best. The science is cool behind it, but
But even when it comes to like all the lore behind Predator, that stuff doesn't even come till later films. I think if anything, we could do like a Predator franchise overview one day. Yeah, sure. And talk about that shit. But like mm-hmm. now, no. No. This isn't the this this wasn't the movie for us, unfortunately. Yeah, Predator One, we've, we've standalone. Yeah, and and it's interesting because like the same is not true for like Alien or Aliens. Like Alien and Aliens have a lot to say, which is interesting to me because they're often juxtapo- juxtaposed next to each other. You got your Alien and you got your Predator, you know. And so it's interesting. I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that Alien wins. <laughs> it's the I don't remember who wins in the book in the movies. It's the distilled, Nobody. you know, man monster pull from it that is compared. Really, though, I don't I don't think movies those movies are compared. True. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean the monsters themselves, and mm. and, and and not even compared, but just juxtaposed juxtaposed against each other. Is it's always like, well, who would win in a fight, alien or predator? Like, you know, they're they're the two big ones. Like mm-hmm. that. That's why that movie came about is because someone kept asking that question enough, so someone was finally like, fine, mm-hmm. we'll make the movie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into good sci-fi, bad sci-fi, do you want to hit us with some Schwarzenegger quotes, Miller? Ben Young, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dylan, um, Dylan, Mark, get to the chopper. <laughs> you are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was a good See, one. The, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, the, the trick is to uh, have been born in Austria and be a strong guy. <laughs> Great, I got a challenge for you now. Okay, I I need I need Luke Besson. As Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. Quoting Predator. <laughs> Get to that chapel. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's what I needed. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for playing. That was fun. Yeah. Luke Besson, delete your Twitter. Hmm? I said Luke Besson, delete your delete your Twitter. I don't know if he has one. If he, I don't if know. He, if he has one, why haven't I been tweeting at him every day? Every time him we to fucking come out, talk about him. Like fight this us, Luke. Coward. Fucking fight a, us on he's podcast. He's a coward, dude. He, uh, he does have a Twitter. We're going to fight him. Chicken? I, um, you chicken? You were drinking your water bottle, and then you put it, like, off screen. I thought Mark was going to, like, grab it from the side <laughs> of the Discord call. Like, oh, we're doing that. We're coordinating that. I don't. Okay. Y'all, I need to read something for you. These guys, they are saying mean things about me on the podcast. <laughs> I need I need to read Luke Besson's Twitter bio. Okay. Oh, boy. I feel like we're bullying him at this point. I don't care. Um, read, just read the thing. Luke in ten words. Cinema. Love. Creation. Kids. Stubborn. Dolphins. No. <laughs> Work. Crepes. Loyalty. Live, Life. laugh, love. Luke. Life was a capital L, by the way. Ooh. Nothing else was capitalized. Ben, that was the life. that was the Luke Worson reading I ever heard. 
I, I, I can't do his accent. Do you want to do it? No, I you, just mean no. I just mean like the the, the worst bio. Like, well, oh, one absolutely one. It was a it was a play on Luke Besson, Luke Worson. But here you could you could actually see his bio right there in the Discord chat. All right. Uh, so now, Luke in ten worlds, cinema, love, creation, kids, stubborn, dolphins, work, clips. Loyalty, laugh. All right. All right. This has been a fun diversion. Yeah. Let's go into good sci-fi, bad sci-fi. Twenty-minute episode. No, it's been it's longer than that. We need it to fill some time. We're yeah. going to come out with like a forty-five-minute episode here. <clears throat> uh, good sci-fi, bad sci-fi. Uh, we kind of already covered this, but just sum it up. Mark Antony. <laughs> uh, well, as we have said, there's not really much to talk about with this movie, but it was still a kind of one of those movies I'd throw on maybe twice a year growing up. And I always thought it was cool. And just watching it, the older you get, the more you realize that it the characters aren't really cool. They're just, as we said, doing cool stuff. And you remember those cool things. But, like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie <laughs> that I didn't really pick up on before. Uh, and I... Uh, oh, man. This movie's just... It's always been around. I've won, a, I've won a bet over this movie before. I've... What was the bet? I want to hear about oh, this bet. It was uh, a friend of mine... Remem- didn't remember the part where he sneaks up to the camp and he lifts the truck off the cinder blocks and then rolls it into the <laughs> camp with the bomb and I was like that definitely happens and they insisted it was from Commando and I was like no, no, that's definitely this movie and then uh, yeah I won the bet on that one nice. that was great sorry to interrupt hmm? oh no sorry to interrupt that's a good story yeah <laughs> Oh man, there was a there was another time I remember watching it with my with my family growing up. We finished the movie. We're just kind of sitting there, and my dad always liked uh, putting on the special features and watching the deleted scenes and stuff. But it didn't really have anything like that. So we're like, I wonder what it sounds like with the different uh, the dubbings on. So we turned on the French dubbing, and we were watching. We watched the first like ten minutes with the dubbing on, and they're in the my, my favorite part was in the. Uh, in the helicopter they're all when they're traveling out to the to the mission <laughs> and they're all they're all having their your different dialogues and the part where jesse ventura spits on carl Weathers, uh foot <laughs> he says he says the dialogue and then he in the dub he leans forward and just goes two <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding 100% no. the entire my whole family just burst out laughing we just kind of picked a That's random great. scene to start on and that was That's the like hilarious. best oh my god best thing that could have <laughs> could have shown up oh man just some good the memories tied to this dumb movie beach. and like it's one of those ones that I, I hold like it holds a place in my heart no matter how bad it is you know how good bad it is, I should say. So is that your adjective? Yes. Good bad sci-fi. Good. I get it. I respect it. 
and I love it. Milan Rouge. Oh, I like it. That's wow. sticking. Uh, that was definitely not my Discord name. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of already said my piece, so I'll, I'll be a little bit brief. But this is um, abysmal sci-fi. <laughs> this is a great, this is a great movie. It's a great movie, but standalone Predator, like th- this movie with nothing else, is it's abysmal sci-fi. There's. <laughs> The the only thing that's sci-fi about this movie is that there is an alien. <laughs> yeah. And I mean maybe that's all you need in order to be sci-fi. Like I know we get into like um Semantics philosophical and, topics yeah. and you know meaning of life shit in in a lot of other episodes. There's a lot more to dissect, there's a lot more interesting points to make. So, I don't know. I mean, if you're if your metric for good or bad sci-fi is, you know, is there an alien in it, then yeah, this is good, but there's nothing here to dissect, vivisect, you know. The the predator took care of all that for us. Um so, yeah, uh terrible sci-fi, great movie. <laughs> I think our biggest uh our metrics here cuz we've we've talked in a couple different episodes over this topic of what what makes sci-fi. And I feel like generally we've gotten to we've boiled it down to how far we'll go in calling it sci-fi like or how how simple the metrics have to be to call it sci-fi but to call it good mm-hmm. sci-fi it just has to get you asking questions and really thinking about things yes like mm-hmm. although we well i don't <laughs> i wasn't trying to <laughs> no, start I, it back I, up but then i immediately started thinking about it and was like but there are other movies that we that don't have some of those that don't necessarily make you think much, but are we consider good sci-fi. Well, let me say this. In my in my little summary at the end here, um, I'm gonna give it actually an okay sci-fi, and here's why. It it does not follow any of the rules. It does not use its genre as it should. But it got I I was able to throw out that little analytical critique about caveman, the the evolution of of Schwarzenegger, and how that helped him see success in the end, and I think that might be something. Um, I'm giving it even like I I want to say like an okay minus sci-fi. And here's sci-fi could just be cool alien beats up buff guys. It could. That can be your thing. That is not how, in my opinion, we at Sci-Fi Cross Sections should uh, be pursuing our films. But uh, for you out there, you might like buff guys. You might like aliens. You might like both on screen together. And that might make a good sci-fi to you. But for me, I'm going to give it an okay minus because while... Uh, it uses its parts of its genre interesting. It doesn't go nearly far enough, and nor nor do I really totally expect it to. Great action film. Okay, minus minus sci-fi. It's probably bad. I'm just gonna get the bad <laughs> sci-fi. I will say the that more I think um... about it, <laughs> I'm trying to like be kind to it because it's Predator, but yeah. it's bad sci-fi. It's bad sci-fi. Yeah. But it's a great great action film. Yeah. Um, Weird. I... 
I will say, if you like buff guys and aliens, this is the movie to watch because they're in all the other Predator movies. There's nobody who's even half as buff as the weakest guy in this movie. That is true. Danny this Glover is, is not a buff guy. This is the movie for the buff guys and aliens club. Mm-hmm. This is like you, you. They have been waiting for this movie for their entire century and a half of of existing. And then in 1987, this movie came out. Bam. Yep. They were really into John Carter and Princess of Mars before that, but they just assumed he was buff. Mm-hmm. That's a that was a hilarious joke. That yeah, was I'll put a little up with the laugh. <laughs> our listeners, in here. our listeners are cracking up right now. They're like, "Oh my god, he just referenced Princess of Mars! Holy shit! Holy shit! What a deep hole! This is why we come here. This deep is why cut. we come here." Yep. All right, let's go. Let's go play some goddamn Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, I wish I got comic books I gotta read. But thank you all so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share us with your friends. God damn it, we need to grow. We need to grow, and we can't grow without your support. You listen to us, and we're really grateful for that, and we love it. But go do more. Be an active fan and. Support us by sharing our posts every week when we post them, if they're on time. Please! Tell your moms, your dads, your husbands, your wives, your dogs, your kids, tell them. Tell your moms that you're, tell your moms that you're on this podcast and they gotta listen. (laughs) Yeah. They'll listen. Uh, Oh, honey, I didn't hear your beautiful voice on the podcast. Uh, I wasn't on that episode. (laughs) I'm I'm you. You could just be me. I got that voice. <laughs> ben Young is the guy who sounds like every white twenty something. Yeah, I do. Uh that's all. As our overlord would say, until next time.